Welcome to Multidimensional Mom, the podcast. I'm Stephanie Donovan. And I'm Sarah Malloy. And if you're lost in the midst of momming or just the wild chaos of everyday life, we're here to help. Anything from momming to the mystical, we've got you covered. Come along as my real-life bestie and I explore all the different things about mom life, midlife, and the great beyond as we celebrate the elements that make us unique as moms and as women. Because you're multidimensional and we are too. We're going to discover our magic and help you embrace your own. All right, so welcome, welcome back. I have a very exciting one for us today. I have Leslie Fear. I know I can hardly believe it myself. Leslie began her writing career as a stay-at-home mom. She's the author of nine novels and hosts the top-ranked podcast, Because I Want to Know, in which she interviews guests about their unique occupations and extraordinary life experiences. Anyone from former cult members, near-death experiencers, those are my favorite, psychic mediums, astrologers, paranormal researchers, and historians, there is definitely something for everyone. Leslie, we are so excited to have you today. Thank you for coming. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Stephanie. It's so good to uh, finally put a face to a name. I know. So we are (laughs) podcasting friends. Uh, I am in Leslie's Facebook group and you should be too for the Because I Want to Know podcast. And I have just been binging all of your episodes. I want to say I've been listening for a few months as they come out, but then I go back and listen. This morning I was listening to episode 100 with Sam Christie. Oh my goodness. My goodness. That was a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah. It's intense. Yes, very intense for those of you who want to go check it out. Sam Christie, um, his father was a murderer. Yeah. So that was, yeah. And it's hard to react, I would guess, for you as the interviewer. Like, what do you say to some of these things? I, you don't. I mean, a lot of times I'm just, you hear me in the background because you know how I do my setup and you'll hear me in the background just going, oh, Sam, I'm so sorry. Oh, Sam, it's just, there's nothing else to say. And he just kind of keeps talking. But, you know, my, my podcast is, it covers paranormal, true crime, but anything else that I like, like I like designing houses, you know, inside and doing interior design. And so I'll interview those people too. So it doesn't have to just be those two things, which is so funny that people are like, wait a minute, my husband listens to this. I listen to this. So I can kind of grab everybody, I guess, which is pretty cool. (laughs) Absolutely. A wide range of audience possibilities there. Now, of course, I'm drawn to the otherworldly guests that you have on. (laughs) So have you always been into topics of the otherworldly or how did that come about? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) I read every Stephen King novel in high school, every single, well, let's just say every Stephen King novel I could get my hands on. I don't think I've read every single one, but almost every one. And I've just loved it. But you know what, what I didn't love about them because I loved them dearly is that there was never any romance. And so when I decided I was going to start writing I started writing when I was a stay-at-home mom, but before then I wrote little short stories in college here and there. And I would give them to my friends in college. And they're like, you know, you need to do this more than you're doing this. And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't even know what I'm doing. And they're like, yeah, but if you keep doing it, you're going to be good at it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I just kind of blew it off. You get married, you have kids. You don't think about that. Right. You don't have time this to is, think about it. This is, I'm a multidimensional mom here. Yes, you are. Right? I mean, <laughs> so, you know, and so I was just like, uh, so I started you know, I've always been a voracious reader. And so I started uh, writing reviews for Goodreads and on Amazon. And I would get, I started ranking on those. People started really watching what I liked and all the things. So um, they're like, why aren't you writing? And I'm like, I don't what are you talking about? You know, people would say that to me. And finally I was like, okay, I'll try this, but I'm going to write what I wish I could be reading. Mm -hmm. And I like paranormal and I like romance. So that's what I write. I write paranormal stories that have romance in them. So it's like a twilight kind of thing. Yeah. That you is know what so I'm cool. Yeah. It's such yeah, a so- cool mix. <laughs> and now you said yeah. in college that you were, you started writing for fun, but what were you studying? I was studying, believe it or not, music. <laughs> oh, well, you're multi-talented. Multi-dimensional. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, right. You know, yeah. You know, I, I used to sing um, all over Dallas and Fort Worth and lounge clubs, believe it or not. And I just loved it. So I had a little music scholarship at this little junior college and I only went two years. So I have the associates uh, just because of life experience and things happening. I never got to go back. Then you get married. 
and like I said, have kids. So, uh, but I did get a little associate's degree and I loved music, but I've always been like this huge history buff, huge into the paranormal, huge into everything else besides music. And that kind of just took over, you know? Sure. Well, I do believe it. All the pieces are falling into place because your voice is so satin smooth. Oh. And so now, now that you're a singer, I get it. <laughs> so how would you classify the genre that you do when you're putting it into place, your books through Amazon, through retailers, it's paranormal romance. Is that what it falls under? Like where do people find mm-hmm. them in the bookstore? Yeah. Well, they usually it's under like romance and then there's also just uh supernatural. Okay. Um, there's fantasy. It depends on what bookstore you're in. And it also depends on how Amazon does it because they only allow you so many genres to, and then they give you sub genres. So it's one of those things where I sometimes change it up because sometimes I have like every single paranormal book I have, it's all a different kind of paranormal thing. It's not just vampire. I, write vampires but let's just use that as an example I don't just write vampires you know I write um about hauntings I write about angels and demons I have one about a voodoo shop in New Orleans I have another one about mythology and so I mix them all together and that's what I love about it because you could just create whatever you want and that's what's so cool about it you know just that creativity part and I love just coming up with the stories people like where do you get the ideas and I'm like I don't even know they just like I could sit here and probably think of five different kinds of stories right now. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know where it comes from. Divine (laughs) intervention and inspiration, perhaps. Now, have your personal experiences ever influenced or inspired your writing? Um, Yes and no. Like, I've never really had a paranormal experience, believe it or not. Darn it, Um, we never get the ones that want it the most. We never get I know. I'm sitting here waiting. Yeah, the only time that I knew something happened that was so crazy is when I picked up my two kids from school, and this is in elementary school. My son was probably a third grader. My daughter was probably kindergarten by then. So they were little, you know, Uh but old enough to know what's going on. And I was in my van, you know, the mom van, (laughs) and driving, and I'm just going down this little road. It's not even a big road. It's just a smaller side road. And this woman pulls out in front of me and I, I know I'm going to hit her. I don't have a choice. She's I'm going to hit her. And you know, you have your kids in your car. And the first thing I think about is my kids, not anybody else, just my kids. I couldn't put my arm out, but then I'm also gripping the wheel. And I, I shut my eyes. I squeeze my eyes shut. Cause I just, I'm waiting for the impact and it doesn't happen. Hmm. And I'm like, what in the heck? And I open my eyes and she's like 40 yards ahead of me. Wow. There's no way that could have happened. And I shut my eyes, so I don't know what happened. And I, I came home, and because I'm like shaking, and I wasn't far from home. And I tell my husband, he's like, "Slow down, slow down. What happened?" And I tell him, he's like, "Because he doesn't believe in any of this. He he tolerates me, and he supports me. He's a lovely, lovely, lovely man. But he's so he's like not into the woo woo at all. But he's like, well, honey, you probably just miss. You know, you just you just you know, she, she probably was further away than you thought. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I literally saw like." I, I not her license plate because she was to my side, but I saw like details of her car. That's how close I yeah. was to her. And I swear, and I talked to one of my um, people that I have on my podcast. It's kind of my resident psychic medium. We come on and talk about all kinds of different subjects. And I asked her and she said, you know, that was probably an angel. Yes. Yeah. Someone helping. There you was out. a time slip there. Mm-hmm. And they probably slowed time down or whatever. And I know that sounds so woo-woo and people are like, what is she talking about? But, you know, I think things like that happen. I do think we can't explain everything. Right. Well, and you've had hundreds of guests that are a testament to that on your podcast. Yeah. I mean, there's no way to explain away all these things. I love that you do say that your husband is like, okay, logically, because yeah. that's yeah. what happens. I married the same, but can you imagine if we married someone who was super into it? We'd both be off the grid. So I well, guess yeah. that's good. It, he keeps us, they keep us grounded, yeah, that's right? An anchor. They really keep us grounded. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, it wouldn't be pretty. No, it would be a mess. <laughs> well, that's so funny. So when was your first novel and what was your most recent? Okay, my first novel, good questions, by the way. Oh, thank you. My first, uh, first novel came out and I believe in 2000, I started writing in 2011-ish and I think the first one came out in 12 or 13. I'd actually have to go look to be honest with you <laughs> somewhere around that time because my first two novels were with a, 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 a co-author named C.D. Hussey. Hussey and Fear on the same cover is not, That's you know, amazing. everybody like to make fun of that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
but she's an amazing writer. Yeah, she and uh, she and I wrote the uh, New Orleans voodoo shop one. Um, I wrote one book and she wrote the other. It's about two brothers that own a voodoo shop. And one's about one brother and his romance. The other one is about the other brother and his romance. It's really cool. And it, there's some creepy stuff in there. Both of them, just fantastic uh, stories. So that was around 2012. And the latest one I released was Apollo Sun. And that was earlier this year. I did see Back that in one. January. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And now are you working on one now? I'm not. And I think you know why. I tell you, I had to put it on hold. And let me tell you why. When you were writing, and I've been writing for so long, I say so long, it's only been 10, 11 years, whatever, about 10 years. After a while, it started becoming a job. Mm-hmm. And I, this is, I, I was lucky enough to be able to stay home with my kids and never have to work once I did have the kids. So this is kind of a hobby that started kind of paying the bills, but never like a full-time career. I just didn't want it to become that. And it was starting to kind of become that. Yes. And my husband was like, you know, you can take a break. And all of a sudden before that, now I've always been a podcast listener, always like since Hey House Radio. I don't even know if you know what that is. I think they do. That was like internet radio oh, like on cool. your desktop. Okay. Yeah. Back in like 2009, you know, in 2008, you know, Hey House Radio with, with Louise Hayes. And she had all these numerology people on and new agey people. And I just like some of the people she had on. Right. So I've always been a podcast listener. And all the while, while I was writing, I was always listening to other other podcasts, and I always listen to Hillbilly Horror Stories. I don't yes. know if you know who that is. Yeah. I do. And I started just one time they wanted the listeners to send in stories, and so I got on and actually told my story on on air with them, and Jerry and I just hit it off. And he's like, "Hey, would you come back on and, and like react like how Tracy does because Tracy was sick or something or out of town?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's fine." He goes, "Because I think it's fun when somebody reacts instead of it just me be me reading." I'm like, "That's fine, I'll do that." And we, like I said, we just I started doing little things like that with him mm-hmm. and with them as well. And then he was like, "Let's do something every week. Let's do Fear of the Week every Thursday." <laughs> oh, that's cool. And I said, "What do you want me to do?" And he goes, "Well, for about 10, 15 minutes, I want you to come on and just give us a Fear of the Week." And I'm like, well, "What do you mean, like?" you know, I'm into the macabre. Let's, let's, do you want to know how long a head stays alive when it's chopped off? You want stuff like that? And he's like, yeah, let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm so weird. And so it is about 30 seconds if you're wondering. So yeah, um, you are still aware, possibly aware. They think you are, they think they've proven it, that you're alive about 30 minutes or 30 seconds after your head gets chopped off. So yes, little things like that. I knew about chickens, but this is a whole new level. just you know like here the week of like how many bugs are on your face actually at this moment but they're very good for you so don't freak out but there's a ton of bugs on your face as we speak yeah even after you shower they're just there that's just they're just microscopic that's just what happens it's just stuff like that and it was just so fun to find all these little fun facts and trivia things that nobody really wants to hear about but it's still kind of cool and you can't like turn your head and you got to listen you got to hear yeah so that's what you were giving them I was what I was giving it. And finally he goes, you need your own podcast. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm, I was still finishing the last book. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I have to get this book out. I have a, I have a uh, deadline. And he goes, he goes, yeah, but when you're done, you can, you can have a podcast. And I was like, no, I, I, I'm a writer. I'm not a podcaster. You know, he's like, yeah, you are. So for about eight months, he was telling me you need to get your own. And I don't know, you know me, I'm not techie. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, It's working. It doesn't matter. I I am not very techie either, but you can still make a podcast work if you've got the interest and the the capability and the desire, really, because it is a whole hell of a lot of work. To be fair, I had a few people who knew me from Hillbilly Horror Stories. So I did have Mm -hmm. some people that knew me from there, (laughs) like me or not, they knew me. And so when I started (laughs) my own and I said, well, I don't know what to name it. And he goes, he goes, well, you're really curious about a lot of things. And he goes, yeah, I just want to know. And he goes, and I said, hey, because I want to know. And he goes, that's a so great perfect. name. I'm like, yay. And that's literally why I named it that. And so I started and he gave me a couple little RSS feeds on just, hey, this is Leslie Fears' new podcast, you know, and it's always on his feed, no matter how far, you, when you go really far back, you can tell that when I started, it's been only, it's been about two years uh, in mm-hmm. August and I started it and it just kind of took off. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's how it should be. You know how hard it is to even get anyone to listen to it, let alone people to like it. And then when they start giving you reviews, usually they're all real good, except for the few that you get. And you're like, wait a minute. (laughs) 
that's with anything. You've got to get past those. There are people who just want to spread negativity. I know. You've got to remind yourself it's more about them than it is about you. You know, life is a mirror. I know. And my husband goes, you know, you've arrived. And I'm like that. Okay. Yeah. You've got some haters. Yeah. They're paying attention. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what? It's okay because I, I have different takes on things than maybe a lot of people. And that may rub people the wrong way. You know, I may not believe in exactly what everybody else believes in and, and all the things. And I'm very open box about things. I mean, I use my common sense and I know better on really woo woo crazy things. And I really vet the people that I interview. I I make Mm -hmm. sure that I don't get someone who's just really not with us cognitively, you know? So, and, and that's the case, then they don't need to listen. It's okay. Yes, absolutely. Now, when you have your guests on, what topics or areas do you feel like you're most fascinated by? Okay. I've got several. Okay. The first ones, the ones that really are very fascinating to me are the near-death experiences. Yes, me too. Yes, because you, every one of them have a core kind of the same thing that yes, goes on. That is they what's all awesome. Yes. That common thread. And you're like, you're not all planning this together. No, I mean, that's how I know it's real. Yeah. You know, but when they come back and they say it's, it's legitimately all about intent and love. That's it. No judgment, none of that, you know, and if you can wrap your brain around that, God, our world would be so much better, but that's what, so I love what they do and I love their experiences and and what, how they describe them and what they say. And because they're all a little different. Of, Of course, everybody has their own unique way of experiencing the other side. But like I said, they all have that core same thing. But another one that I love is whenever I have my friend Christina Kern on the psychic medium mm-hmm. and I ask her things because we talk about really heavy things. In fact, she's coming on in a couple of weeks and we're going to talk about people that are born without souls. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing either. <laughs> but I was like I can't what? wait. <laughs> what is all this about? And she goes, Oh, it's absolutely something that goes on. They're the background people. And I'm like, Oh, that just sounds creepy. Yeah. So now you got to know. Now you got to know. So that's coming up in a couple of weeks. And then some of the other ones are just, just the actual paranormal investigating stuff, like the, the hauntings and, you know, the residual en- energies and people who maybe visit or stick around in spirit. Why are they attached to something? Why are they not attached? Do they just visit? I mean, I ask all those questions because I'm like, I need to go deeper than just, what do you find it? Oh, that's a cool EVP. No. What do you think it is? Did you do research? Where do you think they're from? Do you think it's attached to this place? You know, all those things that maybe doesn't dig as deep unless you get into a ghost hunters episode, episode three on the same subject, you know, and I, I get right. it all out in 45 minutes, buckos. <laughs> I don't, I don't beat around the bush at all. I want to know everything. Right. In and out. That's right. That's awesome. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, gosh, those topics are just so interesting. Are there specific episodes that come to mind as just blow me away type episodes that you've done? And you're like, wow, that was something else. I got the most, yes, I got the most emails and great question again. One of the, oh, I, I think I got like four or five emails on the one that I did with Christina Curran, the psychic medium again. Because mm-hmm. she's, she, she's able to speak with her guides and they can give her information. And we talked about the several levels of heaven. And I don't know if you've listened to that one. Wow. I don't think so. Well, I'm going to now. And yeah, because I was like, aren't there like, you know, seven levels? And she goes, no, there are infinite. And I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah. And, I, and that question came from what happens to a Hitler? What happens to a Dahmer? Right. What happens to people like that? And, and like I said, this is where some of the people may or may not agree with us. And I do, for some reason, you know how you know when you know something's real and you just know in your gut. Yeah. And you don't know why. This is one of the things that I just happened to, I know this is what happens. So everybody, you know, signs a contract or whatever, they come down, they live their life. I think people get derailed and they do things they're not supposed to do. Okay. Hence Dahmer, Hitler, those things. But there is no help. There are different frequencies and different levels of heaven. Mm -hmm. You and I, you, Stephanie, and me, Leslie may may be on the same level because we're, you know, we're evolved a little bit more. We understand things. We're kind. We have, you know, compassion for people. Other people may not be, may not be as evolved as that and may need more 
help or whatever. So they go to probably a lower frequency where a lot of people end up going and they stay there. They have free will. There's no judgment. You are the only person that judges yourself. And you have, you are the only one that has to live that karma out. If you go back, usually those people, she said, go back into utero right away. I was going to say, they've got to redo it and Mm -hmm. something else to learn. That's what I've always kind of heard from all Mm -hmm. these things is that, yeah, they keep going through life as more lessons need to come. Yeah. And, and also I've had like a near death experience or my, uh, one of my favorites, Mary Helen Hensley. And I was like, well, why would we, why would we choose, you know, my, you know, like a parent not being available to you when you were a young kid, or why would you want to die of cancer? Or why would you want to lose a child? And she goes in that perfect state up in the other, you know, on the other side, let's call it heaven. Why wouldn't you want to experience everything? If she goes, let me give you an example. She goes, I have two daughters. If somebody were to break in my house, I would become a murderer in five minutes. Right. We no no one chooses. And, you know, when you come to this life, you pretty much pan out your life or whatever, plan it out. But like I said, things can happen. Free will can happen and you can get derailed. What, however you go with that is your free will and choice. You know, and like I said, I don't know all the answers. I don't know for sure if that part is real, but I do know that there is no hell. There is no you know, demons dragging you there, fire and brimstone. Um, I, that part, I, I, I wish people would understand, you know, and forgive people if you can. The, the action of, of someone's non-evolving, if you can be more passionate, because that's what they say about all the near-death experiencers. They come in and they say, it's all about love. It's all about not judgment, judging. It's all about intent. Right. I mean, that's what, you know, we all should be doing. And that's unfortunately not what we're taught. No, not at all, especially in some religions. Yes, absolutely. Let's talk just about the podcast. So how did you see this going? Were you just like, I'm just going to give it a whirl and we'll, we'll see what I do. No expectations. Or were you like, yes, I'm in for the long haul. I want, I want sponsors. I want like, where did you really think this might go? Well, I didn't know. And I was honestly so happy not to be writing for a while because I'll eventually probably go back to that because I do love it. But this is a creative outlet that I can do that I can do myself. I don't have to have an editor. I don't have to have a copy editor. I don't have to have a formatter. I don't have to have a cover artist and wait on all those people to do things for me and pay them all when I can just do everything myself. Right. Interview, edit, schedule people and do it all. And then I'm done. And it's all pretty and you know, all put together and I'm done and it's not this job. And Hey, would I love sponsors? Yeah. A couple of people have approached me, but I'm waiting to where if I'm going to do it, I want it to be best possible kind of commercials, as opposed to just a bunch of just tacked on, you know, I I just want it to be, because my thing is I would do this for free always. I will and have, I've been doing this for free for, for two years and I love it. So it doesn't, that part doesn't matter to me, but if it works out awesome, you know, I, I don't mind right. making a few bucks. That's fine with me too, but that's not, that's not the goal. I have a buy me a coffee mm-hmm. because I, I don't want it to, I don't want it to become a job. If I have a Patreon, I'm going to have to have extra episodes. And honestly, I love being my husband being retired at very pretty early age and we can just go to the weekend house and I can go whenever I want. And I don't have to, worry about, oh, well, I have to get this content out or I have to do some other things. I'm very happy with just doing how I'm doing. And I'm even putting some encore episodes up because I have so many now. I don't want you guys to miss out on the guy that preps people for prison. You know, he (laughs) went to prison and now he preps people for prison. And he's crazy amazing. And that was my, my 38th episode. And I'm like, I, you, and then of course, Adam Ballinger, who was uh, my Bigfoot episode. That was yes. an earlier episode. And I loved him. And, you know, not that many people go as far back as that. And I'm like, well, you know what? I've got all these episodes I want to share again. So I've been doing those too. And it's been working out really well. People are like, oh my God, I didn't even know that was in your repertoire. I'm like, right. well, it's so far back because I have like a hundred and I think 17 episodes. So and yeah. I did want to mention Christina Curran is episode 96, the different levels of heaven. So if you want to you do your homework, go back and you. Got it right here. <laughs> um, so if you want to go back and listen to that one. Yeah, it's amazing. And you know what is so cool is there's no shortage of people <laughs> to talk about crazy things with. No, you know, no. and I think that's why I found you too. I mean, one, all of the, the topic content, like I am so intrigued by that too. But also you write in your summary that you're just interested in people with 
with crazy unique occupations. Yeah. And you know, my bread and butter is I'm a, a career specialist. I'm a resume writer. So I am super into occupations and where people go and the bridges to where they go next. I just think that whole career journey stuff yeah. is fascinating. Yeah. And so I love when you have someone on with just like a weird job. Like a mortician. Exactly. Yes. Talk about that. <laughs> Talk about that. Oh, and the body farm volunteer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the mortician, I've had her on a couple of times. Her name is Ashley. And she actually came to the live show that uh, Jerry Tracy uh, with Hillbilly Horror Stories and, and my podcast did in Dallas last year. She was my guest. And I asked her about, you know, what is it like to be a mortician? She goes, you know, it's, it kind of just fell on our laps because my mom became a mortician. And then we all decided to do it along after she stopped doing it. It was just, I, I grew up doing it. And I'm like, well, are you ever grossed out or what? And she's like, you know, when you're around it for so long, of course that makes sense. You know, why would you be? But she goes, I actually embalm. And, and she talks about the process of that. And she talks about, I'm like, is it ever scary? Do you, is anything ever go bump in the night? And she's like, oh, all the time. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, I'm like, wait a minute. What? And she's like, yeah, I mean, Sometimes I'll be talking on the phone while I'm doing whatever I'm doing there with my best friend because it's late at night. And that's when we get a lot of the, the other kinds of work done that we can't do when people are there. And the guy that she was his her best friend and the guy said, who was that? Who is there someone there? And she's like, what are you talking about? She goes, he goes, I heard a male voice. And she goes, I, there's no there's no one here. I'm working on a male. And <sighs> the guy and the male said, I'm not dead. Oh, my God. I know. And I don't. And, and, you know, this is something that I think is so cool. I think it's Einstein that said it. Energy never dies. It just changes form. Yes. So we never die. We just change form. Like my mom, and I don't know if you've listened to my podcast enough to know that I've worked so hard to be able to communicate with her. I know that sounds so crazy. And I still think I'm a little nuts for doing it, but I can talk to her sometimes and I can mm -hmm. get the feeling that she's communicating with me. And She's like the incredible invisible woman now. She just changed forms mm -hmm. now. I don't get to see her and hug her and touch her. And I hate that part, but um, I can feel her with me. And, and I can tell that she gives me signs and I can tell she guides me with things that I have trouble with or, or questions about. And I was one time I was talking to her and I was like, well, mom, if you're there, are, what do you do? I know you have to have a job. And this is after, this is a guy, this is after weeks of trying and nothing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Every night, my husband's snoring next to me, not really snoring. He doesn't snore, but anyway, he's sleeping. And, and I'm like, mom, are you there? You know, no, nothing. And finally I was like, what would she say to me? She'd say, hi, sweetheart. She'd say that to me. Okay. So I said, okay, hi, sweetheart. So I just say it to myself, right. well, mom, if you're there, you know, what do you do? And I hear, and I'm not kidding. It was my own voice though. I hear, and this just comes out of the blue. So I knew it wasn't me. She said, I'm a greeter. And I was like, what? You agree? She goes, yeah, it's like a party every day. Uh, well, that's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, well, and then, yeah. And so I was so excited. I was like, well, what do you do? Can you see like Marilyn Monroe? She goes, well, I, I, I could. And she didn't say it like this. I just got this feeling. She said in how I felt, she said it. She goes, I could if I wanted to, but we're all the same up here. No one's better or bigger or nicer or prettier or fatter or skinnier. Nobody, it's all the same here. She goes, but if I desire to go see someone, I can, it's free will. I can do whatever I want. And I said, well, are you going to stay there for a while? Or are you going to come back? She goes, nope, I'm waiting on you. Wow. She wants to come back and I guess we're going to reincarnate again. I'm going to do this again. Yeah, and you're like, do I have any say in this matter? Because I would just like to be a house cat, to be honest. I know. Yeah, because all in all, it's just energy, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, it really and is. souls. Yeah. So yeah. that would make sense. I love that. So any psychic I have ever talked to has said that that's the way you start to do it and to communicate is to listen and then just tell yourself, you have to believe your own intuition. You have to like tell yourself the answer. Um, and I've had yeah. plenty of experiences like that. I, I lost my dad when he was 51 and he sends signs that you would not believe really all the time. Oh yeah. Unbelievable things. The biggest is birds yeah. with us. And it, so I'll actually ask for them. My birthday, just about a month ago, the night before I was like, dad, you need to send a bird. Of course, like it's my birthday. I, I would like you to send a bird. Yeah. And what's funny, our backyard is very woodsy. So I get cool birds all the time. I get the jays and the cardinals. And so that's like not enough for me anymore. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I like, I have a lot of expectations. So I was walking my dog and something kind of buzzed towards me. And I was like, oh my God, was that a hummingbird? But I didn't see it. And I was like, oh my God, you know what? I had COVID it's mother's day and my birthday in the same day. I'm feeling like hell. And now I missed the sign from my dad. I missed the present. And I was like, and then not a minute later, I look up and there's a great blue heron that flew over. And I was like, all right, dad, that's great. That's a good one. That's a good one. (laughs) Those are like, I think those are kind of rare, aren't they? No, that's what I mean. It's just, but he can do it. Like he, I just, I love that. And, And it's that moment where you just know. Like I used to doubt it, but now when you Mm -hmm. just in your soul, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, I do think they have jobs that they want too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Where they're just not around or as around as they were in the beginning. And it's funny. My sisters will feel it too. They're like, we just feel like dad's been around, but most of the time he's not because they just think he's got stuff to do. Right. And now did your kids know your mom before she passed? Yes, they did. And she, she passed in 2017. And so about five years ago, it was a, it was cancer and it was really quick because I think she knew she had something going on. It was pancreatic cancer. And I think she knew something was going on. I know such a horrible um, way to go because it's so painful. If that ever were to happen to me, I, I swear, I don't even think I'd take anything for it. They can't do anything for you. And I think I'd rather just be as healthy as I could before I left instead of being so sick and give me an extra month, right. you know? So she was, she tried, God bless her. And, but yeah, she, my, my kids knew her and, you know, she of course knew my husband and, you know, we, we went to see her as much as we could. And, but she was like me in the way of, she, she believed in some of this stuff, uh, not as much as me, but she did believe in it. And so I said, mom, you know, this is before she was sick. I said, whoever gets, you know, whoever goes first, you gotta, we gotta communicate with each other. So we had a pact already, Yeah, you know, I, we already knew and then she's like, I'll, I'll do my best, you know? her mom say. And so when I just kept on and on her, cause I didn't start even trying to communicate with her until about two or three years after she died. Mm-hmm. So not, it's not because of anything else. It's just because it's the podcast that has really opened my eyes yeah. to a lot of things that I never thought I could do or think. And uh, it's the people that I get to talk to on a regular basis, because I never thought I could just talk to a psychic medium just, you know, I can just speed dial her and talk to her and, and she'll answer my questions. And, and it's, and it's not because, you know, Hey, I'm privileged. I get to talk to her. It's just, we're friends now. And she doesn't even read for me now. I mean, we don't, she never really read for me that much anyway. Um, Cause that's not why I have people on my podcast, but we're just friends now. So I say, Hey, what do you think about this? Like, we're going to talk about one of our newer um, interviews we're going to do. And it's probably going to come out in July. I want to talk about demons and what she thinks about demons and demonology Mm -hmm. and, and divinations and Ouija boards and, you know, dowsing rods and all those things and what she thinks, because people think there are demons that I don't believe there are necessarily demons, although I don't know. And she knows better than me. Uh, I used to think there were demons, but I think that's more of a religious thing. And, and I think it's a different situation than that. No, there's a whole, I mean, um, elementals, there's so many levels to it. And I've heard both sides of it. You know, I've listened to so many podcasts on the topic and yeah, I've heard, I've heard yes and no. Yeah. And, you know, and I th- honestly, I do think it's the way they are perceived through different eyes because, you know, I've had you know, like Lorraine and, and um, Ed Warren, Warren mm-hmm. he was a, he was a demonologist. And I mean, is that, is that a thing? Is that are demons real? And I, you know, it's like a tulpa or a poltergeist. They are real if you either, in, you know, create them in your own mind or whatever, or you're a young girl and you're going through a change in your life and you're stressed out and you have abilities and your abilities are just exploding and you can move some chairs. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, and so sometimes, you know, and like I said, we can't explain away everything, right? We just don't know. And I don't think we're supposed to know. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, some of these things, does it just stay with you after you finish a topic or a guest? Is, is there oh, some in your yeah. mind that you just cannot get out? I just really, well, I'm about to release this Monday, um, a woman who was sex trafficked by her own parents. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It, I Guys, I talk about things that I'm very curious about, but I also talk about things that I think there needs to be awareness on things like this. Sure. And she's got her own podcast and, um, 
God bless her, just the things that she's gone through. And she didn't get out until she was 26. Didn't even know that was what it was called. She was just, she just knew it from probably about the age of two, which is horrific to think about until 26. So she did it all of her life. Yeah. That's crazy and terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these topics are just so intense. Right. And like I said, and that may not be everyone's cup of tea. So that's the good thing, you know, about the things I discuss. Not everybody wants to hear about the paranormal. Not everybody wants to hear about true crime. Not everybody wants to hear about morticians or people that work at body farms with anthropology. You know, um, not everybody wants to hear about a hot air balloon pilot, but I did interview him because I'm like, how do you you steer the damn thing? Uh, I mean, I wanted to know. Good question. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, honestly, how how does one become a hot air balloon pilot? That's a great question. (laughs) So I was like, I want to interview you. And he was like, okay. And, you know, I interviewed, like I said, a guy that preps people for prison. I interviewed a guy that uh, just came back from the, you know, Middle East and a couple of years ago. And, and he had some horrific things that happened. He was a bomb hunter and the things psychologically uh, that did, to, did to him, he wrote a book and uh, psychologically it really messed him up. It really, uh, I don't want to get into it, but it's just, those are the kinds of uh, other kinds of people, because there's that mental awareness, just, just that mental awareness of how someone's handling things. And I'm not so sure the military really helped him as much as I think they could have. And it's not because yeah they did something wrong or he did something wrong. I think there was just a lack of communication because he didn't realize how, how sick he was after that. Mm. And uh, how can you ask for help when you don't even know it? And, no, it's, and trauma yeah. and oh. to become informed of your own trauma. That's a whole process in itself. Absolutely. So, absolutely. And yeah. like I said, I, I talk about tough things and it's not because, you know, I'm not trying to shock people, but I am not seeing these things on the podcast that I listen to. That was Mm -hmm. another whole reason I did this podcast the way I'm doing it. It's just the way I was writing as well. I was not reading what I wanted to read. And I was not, I was not hearing what I wanted to hear. There are some podcasts that do things like this and they put all the 911 and they do all the true crime and all that. That's awesome. Um, I just want to talk to the individual and get their story. And so far, 99% of the people that I've asked to talk to have said yes. And it's been amazing. And I have such a plethora of so many different people that I talk to and that I still want to continue bringing you guys such different things. Like I still want to talk to a, a man or a woman who's a cruise captain, you oh, know, that's cool. Yeah. What happens if a storm does come up? Because I think sometimes they think, Oh, for two weeks is great. But then all of a sudden a storm comes up because there's a tsunami. I don't even know. Where do you find these, these okay, people? Okay, well, this is this is where y'all are going to roll your eyes. Uh, <laughs> no, I already know the answer. I just <laughs> want to ask for everyone else listening. <laughs> I find a lot of people on TikTok. Yeah, you know, hey, I, I, I freely admit it. I do. And the reason I do is because, you know, I, I, I used to find people a lot on Instagram, YouTube, even on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But the diverse people that are on TikTok is absolutely mind-blowing wow. and I can literally hashtag something that I'm curious about cruise ships and I can find a cruise ship captain I can find a cruise ship worker or a chef that works there and I can go down a rabbit hole and a lot of times I, they pop up on my page because I've looked for them before and then I find somebody else that maybe that I wasn't even looking for and I find someone else and I'm like wait a minute I would have talked to you you know so yeah <laughs> and I, I still want to talk to a hospice nurse because they understand what the dying process oh, is like. I'm going to send but you this, one. Oh, I'm going to send you do. a great one on Instagram. She would be perfect. So yeah, that's interesting. And you can just find them that way because it, it can be hard. And I really admire someone like you that does a guest only podcast because when I started podcasting for modern domestic moms, we, we said, I, I don't want it ever to be just, I can't do a lone podcast, but I need the conversation yeah. But then when you add the guest element, yeah, you know, I like a co-host, but we will go back and forth and have podcasts where it's just her and I, but you always need a guest I do. and the research yeah. and the, the booking and the social media follow-up. And that's a lot. It is a lot, but yet, let me tell you guys, you and Sarah, Stephanie, dang, <laughs> I was listening. I, it was, it was one of your recent ones and yeah, you were talking about you had COVID. So it was mostly recent and 
oh my gosh, you guys had me laughing so hard because some of your terminology, I'm just dying. And I think I told you, I, I sent you a message. And I'm like, I'm listening to your podcast. You guys are hilarious. That's so and nice. Thank you. I loved it. And you know, I've, I've, I've got it now. It's on my library. I'm going to listen to it now because you guys, it's very relatable, even though I don't have young kids anymore. I'm about to right. be grandmother, by the way. Oh, congratulations. Um, I know I'm too young for this, but whatever, I'll just take it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what are you uh, going to do about it? I mean, really? I, well, I want to do, uh, but yeah, um, my son and his wife, they got married in September and they are expecting the first child in December and they're both going to be 25 when they have the baby. And it's, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I'm so excited. So yeah, but, but I can relate in the way with you guys, because, you know, of course I've been there, done that all the things you you're doing, but then I'm going to know I'm going to be the, the mom or the grandma. I've missed a whole generation of like Peppa Pig and all that, you know, uh-huh. so I was like, what's Peppa Pig? Cause you know, I was, you know, dragon tails and, yes. um, you know, Clifford and, and Teletubbies and all, you know, SpongeBob was big when they got into elementary school and stuff. A lot of people are like, I don't let my kids watch that. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's ridiculous. You don't let your kids watch that. They don't even know what's going on anyway. But with me, I'll be all, all like, Hey, I know what this is. And I don't know what that is. Bob the builder. I know what that is. I know what that is. Yeah. Well, and that's a fun thing. I mean, definitely being a mom just engulfs so much of your life. Yes. But the reason we even started the podcast was because we needed to connect with other parts of ourselves and to remind moms that they can't. Like, this is something just for you. And let's talk about this topic, something that we do or that interests us or that we can get into because we're multidimensional. You don't always have to be just about the kid, just the mom. Right. And right. when I first even thought of the name, it was because I was in a book club and, you know, you're going around introducing yourself. And sometimes when you have young kids, you almost feel like who you are was a past life. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I can't say like, I'm a teacher. Oh, I'm not a teacher anymore. I'm a this, I'm a, well, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm raising children every day of my life, you know? And so I was like, well, I'm just a mom. And they're like, no, no all of them were like, don't say yeah. that. And I was like, you're right. Like, why do I feel like that? And that's how sort of multidimensional mom came to be. And because we knew we could add the woo because Sarah and I, we need it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we, we think we were like sisters <laughs> in a past life because we are so crazy connected. I mean, it's all just a lot of fun, but I enjoy podcasts of all different formats. And that's something that interests me. So about yours, you're so into, you know, some of these deeply intense and just mystifying and intriguing topics. What do you listen to on your feed? Oh, well, let me tell you, let me count the ways. Okay. So I listen to the history (laughs) chicks. Um, Okay. I listen to uh, not just the tutors because I'm a history buff. I listened to last podcast on the left, believe it or not. Yes. I listened to yours. I listened to Hibbley Horror Stories. Oh, I listened to Serial Spirits with Annie Weebs. I just interviewed her. She's amazing. Yes. I just picked that one up because <laughs> yes. of you. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's, I love her voice. Love her. And I listened to Christina Curran's podcast just because she and her buddy are so hilarious. But those are the kinds I listen to. I also listen to like YouTube things. Like sometimes when I can't sleep at night, I'll, I've got this specific dream meditation healing thing. It's just music. And you just put okay. your little ear, earbuds in and it's like nine hours straight. Nice. Yeah. No, I don't need it that long. Sometimes I just have a hard time sleeping and it's that frequency or something that that nice sound in your ear. And I love listening to those sometimes. It's really good. Yeah, no, I do find I have the same problem where my mind just runs and it's it's hard to turn it off and sleep. Yeah, well, I got two pugs and they both want to get up invariably every night. Oh, really? And so when I get up with them, and my husband half the time does too, but even then I wake up, I'm awake. Right. Now you said your husband doesn't snore, but do those pugs snore because pugs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, I know not a lot about dogs yeah. and pugs. They're going to snore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our daughter is home from college and, you know, (laughs) yeah, you're hearing her. (laughs) Well, you know, they don't go to bed at nine 30 or 10 at night when I go to bed. No. Am I weird for going to bed that early? Seriously? No, I think everything is a phase and a reason lately. I've been super tired just to try to keep up with everyone and everything that goes on here. I'm, I'm exhausted at night too. And that's usually when I've got to still clean up the dog stuff and make the lunches and I don't want to wake up to dirty dishes and I have to put this podcast out or, you know, there's just so much to do all the time. I know. And and, and then you got to edit editing. That's my least favorite. 
is it? It, and it's not because, you know, don't be wrong. It's fun to hear everyone's voices and take all the things out and make it sound great, but it takes me so long. Yeah. You know, because like I told you before we started recording 45 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes will take me four hours, maybe five. Yeah. You know, but the listener doesn't know that side of it. And sometimes it doesn't matter. Like I have to stop myself. I used to, I would go through every episode at least three times. Yeah. And then I was like, why am I doing that? So I'll cut two ums that whole time that I went through the third time. And it's like, why am I going through it that much? So with this one, I really just try to go through once. Right, right. And yeah. it does take a long time, like you said. However, I'm not going to keep cutting, keep cutting, keep because I want to still like it. And by the time it comes out, I want to want to listen to it. Sure. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And, but no, I, I get it because I've gotten to, I've relaxed a little bit more than I used to be. I was very, way more legalistic about it. And I've got to take this out, this out. But once it's out, because I, right when I finish, I listen to it one more time and I walk while I'm listening uh-huh. to it. I get my steps in because I feel like I've been sitting there for four hours. I better get something going with walking and then I know it's good. But if I find something else, I'll go in and refix it or you know do something with it. it I, lo- I do love it. I just, that's, that's my least favorite just because I love the talking part. I don't even mind the searching for people part and the scheduling, but it's just because it takes me so long and I have things I want to do besides just sit at the desk and right. edit the whole time. But then you get into yeah. one and then, you know, talking with the person and you're like, no, I'm just going to keep doing this over and over. Oh because yeah. It's, it's wonderful. And I love listening to them yeah. and I love doing them. It is a yeah. lot of fun, but you have to, you do have to have the passion for it. It always mystifies me. And again, I think it's a personality thing an aura thing that maybe some people just don't even listen to podcasts or don't think to, I see it as this just like beautiful unmined territory for busy moms. You get yes. yourself a good pair of headphones and while you're taking care of everyone, driving back and forth, walking the dog, doing the dishes, loading the dishwasher, doing laundry. Why not give your brain something yes. so cool to listen to that's of your own choosing? Why not? You know, I just wish more people knew. That's exactly how I think about it. I know because I'm getting, I'm captive in my bathroom for at least an hour every day. Yeah. I may as well be listening to something to, you know, whether it's history or true crime or you know, your podcast or something and to make me laugh or to make me go, gosh, I didn't think about it that way. Or wow, that's a great point. You know, those kinds of things, because to me, it it broadens your horizons. And I I have more friends that don't, that do listen to podcasts that don't. Mm -hmm. So, and some of them are, are closer as far as uh, demographically to me, you know, they know me as somebody that didn't write books and didn't have a podcast. Right. You know, and and, and that's, you know, a lot of people, I have writer friends who their husbands read everything they write. And I was always like, wow, my husband doesn't read anything I write. He's written, he's read something. Does he listen to your podcast? He has. And if it's, a, if it's something he's interested in, he has, but okay. he, I think it makes him feel weird to listen to my voice because he doesn't know me <laughs> as a podcaster. So when he hears me, he's like, wow, he goes, that's, that's you. I'm like, yeah, honey, that's me he doesn't see me as that kind of person, you know, as a podcaster, Uh I'm his wife. I've been his wife for 26 years. Yeah. That is funny because yeah, my husband does not listen and he listens to podcasts, which is what gets me. Yeah, But you know, he's not a multidimensional mom. So whatever we talk about everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's, and like I said, he's grounded me to make me go, okay, wait a minute. I got to take a step back. I got to get out of this woo woo (laughs) stuff just for a little while and come back to reality. And so I do that very easily now. Well, the great thing is you can jump back into it whenever you want. And you can too, by listening to Leslie's podcast, because I want to know and joining the Facebook group, but you respond to everyone. So she's very, very active in the Facebook group too. Now, where do they search for it on Facebook? Is it just the, because I want to know group? Yeah. It's just because I want to know group. Yeah. That's okay. that's all you have to do. Is, and, and you can get right in. I don't even think I have to approve anymore. I think you guys can just get in. Now, if there's an issue with people not being great in there, I can get them out really quickly, but sure. uh, everybody's been fantastic. And most of the people who listen to the podcast, they, they want to join. And, and, you know, I, you get, sometimes you get little sneak peeks of what I'm going to do. And we talk about, I ask questions. I let you guys promote your own uh, podcast or books or whatever you do every Friday. And that's how we all, you know, we need to promote each other. That's how we find each other. Exactly. Uh, so, and, and I want people to know about your podcast, podcast oh, so thank you. Can, can get yeah. on board. Well, it's, it's fun. And it's not like some of the other mom ones I've listened to because 
I, and I don't know if it's just your chemistry. It's got to be that because your chemistry, you and Sarah are so funny together. And, and I, and it sounds like I'm just blowing smoke and I'm not because it's just the truth. It's just funny. And the way you talk to each other and then you're right. It's like your sisters or something. And yeah. you're just, it, it's like effortless and it's an organic conversation. And those are my favorites Right. when they're one's not trying to be overly funny and there's not this laughing fits and there's not this, you know, it's, it's professional. It, but so organically professional, that's like the best to me. Yeah. Well, we you know? are definitely, we mesh well and we've been yeah. friends for a very long time. And I always say she's the best roommate I ever had. And that includes my husband, Sarah's the best. She wins, but um, we do yes. try to make it sometimes about mom stuff. And a lot of times not about mom stuff to give the moms their other worlds back because they need it and they deserve it. And it's easy to forget when you're in the chaos of everyday life. Well, and when you're a mom, especially when you guys are doing it, everything, the kids are young, you don't have a lot of moms you can hang out with, especially in this day and age, everything's in real, not in real life anymore. So the fact that somebody can go, gosh, I don't, I feel like I don't have any friends and I'm married and the kids and the dog and the house. I just want to talk to, and you, you can, it's literally like being a fly on the wall with you guys. It's like, Oh yeah, this is so nice. You know, I can just listen to somebody. I feel like I'm listening to my friends talk. Yeah. You know, and that's because people, I think a lot of people are getting very lonely again in this world. Yes. And I think you guys give some people a little hope with, Hey, my girlfriends are on TikTok, you know, (laughs) give me an hour. I'm going to listen to Sarah and and Stephanie and we're going to have a little conversation and I'm just listening. (laughs) Thank you. Well, we'll be that for you. We'll, we'll be anything for anybody. So we love that. Yes. So where can our listeners find you and follow you, Leslie, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, tell us all of the things. All of things. I do have a link tree and I'll send that to you, Stephanie. Perfect. Um, they can find me on TikTok. They can find me on Instagram. I'm on Facebook under my author page. Of course, because I want to know is on Facebook. Uh, I'm on Twitter as well. So I don't usually do Twitter a whole lot, but there's a little on there. So I even have a YouTube. I just sometimes upload some of my TikTok uh, videos. But uh, other than that, everything is in my link tree, my books, you can buy those there as well. All my Amazon links for that. So, well, I can't wait to get into those. Oh. I cannot wait. And I can't wait to get my book club into them. So, because I'll be like, I'm friends with the author. Let's just, <laughs> let's give her a call. Let's just ask her that question. That will be an element to book club we've never had. That's right. So she is on Instagram at Leslie Fear, TikTok and Twitter, author Leslie Fear, and find her podcast wherever you pod, because I want to know. And if you're on Apple, give her a review because those keep us going. Um, Leslie, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on today. This was so much fun. I knew it would be. And we should do it again. Stephanie. You are amazing. I had such a great, I am not used to being interviewed, so I'm hoping this is not all over the place, but you have been fantastic. Thank you so much for taking me on and, and letting me uh, be a guest. Finally, I've been guest for others, but this is one of my favorite ones. Oh. I can tell you right now, it's been a lot of fun. I didn't feel like we've been on the phone this long. Thank you for your time. Today. Thank you so much, Stephanie. It's good talking to you. Honey. You too. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye.